Welcome to another episode. I'm Sabrina Lynn and this is Rewilding. It's a new moon, new beginnings, new chapters, fresh starts, planting seeds, all of that energy in the sign of cancer, the mother, the moon's home. This is yummy and intense. <laughs> Uh, this is a powerful moon, um, something that I don't share in the main content of this episode is really this moon being in her home sign of cancer and just the potency of that alone adds to oh, the depth. I want to use the word depth in this moment, the depth of this moon, the all-encompassing nature of the dark, right? It's a new moon. You can't see the moon, the dark, the unseen, the hidden, the deeper, um, the deeper, more inner intuitions within ourselves. Uh, yum. <laughs> not without its challenges, not without its challenges or its dark goddess magic. This new moon is conjunct the black moon, conjunct the Lilith asteroid, uh, squaring Jupiter. Squares are challenging. Um, and Jupiter can be more of a push-go energy, where a Cancer new moon is more of a be <laughs> kind of an energy. So we talk about all of this in the episode. My aim, as always, is to just give you some tools and some ways to think about things in a different light. Also, there was this really fun thread I kept watching come about when I recorded this conversation and it was the unconscious. Let's make this conscious. Let's make these aspects conscious. Let's, let's, let's be able to walk through this new moon and the energy of it, right? It's not just on the new moon. It's the few days before the few days after, but let's, let's see if we can move through this energy almost in it, of course, embracing it, embodying it, living it, dancing it, breathing it, but also able to witness it, like almost able to, you know, do both and. So it's like holding both the witness and <laughs> the, the experience of it. Uh, holding the doer and the beer at the same time. I know now I'm starting to sound all, <laughs> all dualistic and all spiritual. By the way, Neptune is kind of playing a big role in this as well. That's the sign of spirituality, probably calling us toward some sort of spirituality within ourselves or spiritual However we want to define that. I think we all define that very, very differently. Um, but just know Neptune's playing loud here too. We talk about more of that in the episode. I don't know that I have anything to share other than those things with you. I do want to share. We started doing rewilding lives. Um, I love 
the energy of lives. I just love being with you all. I love that I get to see your faces, right? When your comments pop up, I get to read, I get to interact. Like I get to see you in ways that I don't normally get to see you. And you're probably like, oh my God, Sabrina, that's creepy as hell. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Fine. But there's a different energy to lives and I've missed them so, so much. We did one just a few days ago and we'll do them more often. I think we're going to stick to the weekends. So either a Saturday or a Sunday, hopefully we'll get to them on a weekly basis. We've got the in-person retreat coming up next weekend, so we won't be able to do it then. But um, after that, we'll see. There's some other training programs happening on the weekends. Uh, so we'll just see what happens. But if you're not subscribed, that's a good way to stay tuned to everything that's going on. That's the best way to be in the know of when there's free events going on. We talked about the three-day challenge that we're gonna plan and coordinate coming up. Um, I'm talking about these rewilding lives. All of these things are free and the best way to not miss them, sometimes I announce them like two days beforehand, but the best way to not miss them is to subscribe. If you go to sabrinalynn.com, you'll see a place to subscribe on the homepage and you get a free workshop too. You get the Heart Warrior Workshop, which could be a beautiful thing to do over this new moon. Um, yeah, so that's just kind of the best way to stay in the know, the best way for me to let you know when I randomly decide to do a rewilding live in 48 hours. Um, all right, that's enough of this intro. I hope you get so, 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 so much out of this conversation. The Cancer New Moon and why this might be the most powerful new moon of the year. <laughs> In this video today, I would love to dive into why this might be the most powerful new moon. What are the challenging aspects to it? There are some real push-pull dynamics. I want to go into how to best weave with it, work with it. Like what can you really get out of this new moon? So new moons are new chapters and new beginnings. And with the current new moon and these challenging aspects and this powerful intensity to it, Right. What is the specific newness, new chapter, new beginning that we can be focusing on? And how do we uh, work with the energy of it uh, to get the most out of it? Really and truly, that's what this whole video is about. Also, this is rewilding astrology. So it's very much about a doorway into our inner world. You do not have to be an astrology buff or even believe in astrology. For me, it's tools, it's doorways into deeper truths within ourselves, doorways into reflecting on life in a different way, um, doorways into seeing what we might not have seen. And probably the biggest thing that I love about these videos is how we can really um, open up more of our potential in the current energy, how we can really open up to more, like more that we're truly desiring. And that's probably something that's a good doorway for us to start with is this truly desiring, truly desiring. There's an energy to this moon around values, around our own individual. There's another energy around this moon around individual. So individual values. And that's a great question to ask ourselves during this time period is what are my values? What are my 
wants, needs, desires. What do I believe in? It's very much about um, what do I stand for? That's another great thing to reflect on, meditate on, journal on. What do I stand for? What do I stand for? There's a lot of warrior energy in this moon. Um, Eris, Mars are coming conjunct in the sign of Aries. <laughs> you don't need to know what that means. Let me translate it for you and how we can work with this energy. This is one of those can be challenging, but can also be very fruitful kind of aspects in this new moon. They're both, Eris is a freedom fighter. They're both warriors. Eris is a freedom fighter. And it's, it's really this aspect of what do I uniquely stand for? Not what does the world want me to stand for or want me to believe in. Here's a, this is, this is going to get a little controversial. All right, you ready? But I don't mean for it to be controversial. But we can take what's happening in America, and this is crazy that this is happening during this new moon, and I'll, I'll explain that. We'll dive into the Cancerian aspect of this new moon because it's a new moon in Cancer. We'll dive into that just after we kind of weave in this way. So here's the wild event that I think is so mind-blowing that this is lining up in this way. And it's also not mind-blowing. It's kind of like, of course it is. The Roe versus Wade, right? The this <laughs> big, intense, controversial thing going on in the US right now is due to have an answer on the 28th. That's this new moon. That's this new moon. So if we go back to this, what do I stand for? It's not what does my political party stand for? What does my family system stand for? What does my community stand for or believe in, it's really and truly this, what do I stand for? What do I believe in? And for me, there is no right or wrong. I mean, really and truly, <laughs> there is no right or wrong. Even in this, I have what's true for me, but I so totally respect what's true for someone else if it's genuinely true for them, right? If, if, it's, if it's not this being um, swept away by, by just the wave of collective belief systems, by the energy in the room, right? The whole family is talking about, oh my gosh, blah, 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 and it's this, you know, kind of congruent <laughs> belief system, kind of everyone's of this same belief system, and where are you at it? And, and, to not just fight for the sake of fighting, not just take the opposing view to take the opposing view just because you want to play devil's advocate. That's a whole nother ballgame and it's beautiful and it's wonderful to do that. But to really genuinely take a moment, and this is a, this is a moon where it's like, slow down, S cancer, slow down, go deeper, slow down, go deeper. That's Cancerian energy. So <laughs> let's weave from this kind of freedom fighter. Let me see. There's a little more I would love to share with you here on, you know, how to really lean in to that aspect and kind of get the most out of this warrior aspect. Mars is 
do action, um, bringing into the physical world. And when um, we have our, our soul, our heart and soul behind it, when it's truth, this is such a truth moon, and I'll talk more about why this is such a truth moon, but when we have our heart and soul behind it, then we're creating from this place of, I'm standing in my truth, these are my values. And we will then most likely create something long lasting. We'll have the passion and the energy behind it to make it long lasting, to, to manifest it and to manifest it in a way that it is long lasting because we are in alignment, right? When we're in alignment with what it is, so we're coming from a deeper place within, a deeper truth, deeper values, um, a deeper place of <laughs> what we're standing in, I stand for this, then I create from that place. So just feel into that for a moment. Like that's a practice that you could deepen into. Um, is just coming into your center, reflecting, going, it's this, it's this, it's this, it's this, it's this, it's this is what I value. This is what I'm called to. This is the area of life I'm called to really focus on right now. This is the aspect of my health or my relationship or my career that I'm really called to focus on. And, and then, and then let, me, let me put the fuel behind that. Let me put the, the warrior to work behind my deeper truths. A little bit of a warning sign here. So I said I was gonna give you the warning signs. Eris is chaos. Eris, goddess of chaos and discord. But there's a real gift in the chaos. There's a, there's a gift in all of these energies. But the gift in the chaos and the discord is I will create chaos so that you can get to a deeper truth. I will create discord so that you learn or you develop the stamina. You strengthen your capacity to stand in your truth. That's part of what Eris gifts us with, right? So, but on the flip side, it can be very chaotic. It can like with discord, with chaos, just, just like confusion, chaos, discord. Um, but if you allow the chaos, almost like allow the chaos to wash away that which is surface level or that which is not the deepest truth that you can get to. If there was something that I was going to say one sentence for this new moon, one sentence for this new moon, it is <laughs> getting to the deepest truth I can access for, for everything, for everything that's in your world, everything you're focusing on, thinking about getting to the deepest truth. By the way, I'll take us into a guided meditation at the end around that. That'll be our practice. It'll be a way that you can work with new moon energy. You could do, you, this could be your new moon ritual. It could be your new moon meditation. It could be something you do daily kind of for like the week surrounding this new moon. But I'll take us into that, a way to help us all access our deeper truth, access a deeper and deeper and deeper truth. Okay. Uh, that feels good for those guys. Let's talk about Cancerian energy and what is that Cancerian energy? <laughs> um, again, this Roe versus Wade, right? It's mother. That's, that's us debating mother's choice, right? Mother, mother's choice, mother's freedom. That's, that's us having a conversation about that. 
Cancer is mother. Cancer is mother. She's the mother. That's the mother sign of the zodiac. It's mother. Cancer is also womb space. So cancer, if you think of cancer, it's the crab, right? It's the crab. It's the hard outer shell, but inside is very deep, very vulnerable, very nurturing, very loving, very, very womb-like. Cancer is also the sign of womb. There's a depth to it. There's a nurturing to it. There's a holding. There's a protecting of the space to Cancerian energy. It's, it's a beautiful, beautiful energy. So if we think about this, right, this is wild. This is wild that this choice, from what I understand anyways, has to be made on this new moon by this new moon. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay, so let me bring it out of that context of like world events happening and let me bring it into um, mothering. Let me bring it more into this, this mothering energy and how we can work with it, how we can work with this mothering energy. So if you just heard me talk about um, the warrior energy and Aries is like a push, it's a do, it's a go. So here's this push-pull I mentioned at the start and these challenging aspects that I mentioned at the start. But if we bring consciousness to them, which is what we're doing in this conversation, we're bringing consciousness to them, we can consciously work with them, right? We, can con we get to make choice. When we are conscious, we get to make choice. And that's what we're gonna do through the whole of this video is we're gonna make these different things conscious. Then we get to make choice in the energy. We get to make choice in the energy. We get to feel, we get to pause. We get to go a little slower and we get to go, wow, what really serves here? Okay, let me just slow down for a minute. Let me feel a little bit deeper, a little bit deeper truth, a little bit deeper truth, a little bit deeper truth. So this push-pull energy, this do versus be, masculine versus feminine, you could say, um, yin versus yang, yan energy, whatever frameworks fit for you. But cancer energy, if you want to lean into this new moon, and again, we'll do more of this in the meditation at the end or the, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it will turn out to be, but it'll be something that will really help us to embody it help us to go deeper, help us to go beyond the mind, because a lot of this is mind, but let's go deeper, let's go deeper with it. So if you feel into cancer energy, you're like, okay, this is a new moon in cancer. If I were gonna sink into cancer energy, I would, <laughs> um, I would feel into, um, I would feel into creating a space, even if it's just creating a space in my mind, or creating a space in my inner world or in my energetics where I feel held and I feel nourished and I feel like I can be vulnerable. I feel like I can be vulnerable. Vulnerability is very powerful. It's very powerful in this new moon. But to really be aware of this, this push, Jupiter's in all of this too, right? Jupiter's also going to be bringing this like go, expand, push, outward, 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 outward energy where Cancer's like, no, hold on, hold on. There is such wisdom in my depths. There's such wisdom in my vulnerability. Let me create a safe space where I can be vulnerable. Let me create a space where I can go deeper where I can go deeper, let me slow down, create the space 
so that I can feel into my deeper depths, my deeper truths, my deeper wisdom, my deeper intuitions. Cancer is extremely intuitive, extremely intuitive, right? And so what do you need to do? Here's a question to ask yourself. What do you need to do in your world or as a practice to slow down, go within, get still? I'm not saying that these outward energies aren't amazing. I'm saying it's both and, it's both and, and now we have choice, right? We get to feel, oh, is this, is today a day where depths are really, are really the, the thing that's most calling? Or is today a day that outward expression, doing, making manifest out in the world is, is, is true? Is what's true right the truest truth within back to that sentence of how do i get to the deepest truth within the deepest truth within and asking ourselves that question the deepest truth within is that outward action or is that actually just going deeper and 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 deeper into my intuition deeper and deeper and deeper into my values my soul callings my soul longings right what's here what's here what's the wisdom this Cancerian wisdom is so deep and it's so accessible. It is so accessible, but we have to turn the dial. So we have to turn the dial, our attention. That's what I mean when I say turn the dial. Just turn our focus, turn, turn our attention and create an environment where it's supported, where we are supported to be vulnerable. We are supported to go a little slower. We are supported to be a little deeper. We are supported to be soulful. There's a soulfulness to this new moon. Okay, um, let's talk about this Jupiter square. So square is a challenging aspect. If we were to feel into this new moon energy, I already spoke about how Jupiter's gonna want to expand. It's gonna want to um, like do, move, expand bigger. So if you just feel into that and you can go, whoa, actually if I, you can do this as a meditation. If I just consciously invited Jupiter, Jupiter's also grace. It's like a grace bomb. If I invited Jupiter energy, if I invited Jupiter energy, instead of like pushing me forward fast, rapid, where I'm just skimming the surface, but if I invited Jupiter energy to take me deeper, to allow me right? Because Jupiter's expansive. Jupiter's grace. Jupiter will move things. And if you invite like your consciousness and you invite Jupiter to come in and move your consciousness, expand your consciousness into deeper depths, deeper vulnerability, that's the power play <laughs> in a beautiful way, not power play as a manipulative thing. But that's where we can really harness the potential of this new moon where we can, and that if I were to say, um, a meditation, maybe we'll do that at the end too. Who knows what we'll get into at the end, but it'll be something that kind of unfolds from our conversation here and really supports and anchors all of this in and it'll be a ritual or a meditation that you can do um, around this new moon, on the new moon, of course, as well. But um, <clears throat> that is what I would do is I would invite the grace and the, um, it, Jupiter also expands the mind. So it's it expands the mind, it expands thinking, it expands what we think is possible for ourselves. It expands us, helps us to expand beyond our upper limits, beyond our uh, preconceived notions of what we think 
we are capable of or what we think we are worthy of. But what we want to do is we want to be able to work with that energy and our deep intuitions, our deep intuitions, our deep truths, our deep intuitions, our deep truths. Okay. Uh, <laughs> if you've been hanging out with me for any amount of time, <laughs> you will have heard me banging on and on and on about the dark goddess. And I hate to say this. Actually, I love to say this because I love the dark goddess. But she's conjunct the new moon. <laughs> she is one degree off of this new moon. One degree off of this new moon. Um, <laughs> let me explore and explain that a little bit. Um, I just did a live. We're doing rewilding lives again. And I just did one. I love rewilding lives. It's a completely different vibe than um, these our astrology videos or our other podcast videos episodes. It's a different vibe. It's community. Like we're all hanging out. We're all hanging out. Um, and I invite you to join the next ones. We'll always post them as scheduled events. They usually happen Saturday. So you can check the channel for some of those or check the description below. Maybe we'll have uh, <laughs> the next date, but just poke around. You'll find it. Um, but we just did how to work with the dark goddess, how to work with the energy of the dark goddess. So I don't want to go into it much here. I'll just let you kind of poke around. We'll put a link up here and we'll put a link down below to go check that out if you're curious about this a little bit more. But specifically for this new moon, if we think back to this deep depth, this deep vulnerability, and we hold new beginnings, because that's new moon, new chapter, new beginnings that are arising from the depths of my vulnerability. New chapters, new beginnings arising from the depths of my vulnerability <laughs> with <laughs> the dark face of the mother almost looking over us. With the dark face of the mother over, almost overlooking us, right? So it's like we could invite, you could feel into Black Madonna, you could feel into Durga, you could feel into Kali Ma. These are very mothering energies of, of, the, of the dark goddess. But you feel into the dark face of the mother and the dark face of the mother. There's a few things here that are so beautiful for this new beginnings and what's arising from our vulnerability and from our depths. One is that the dark face of the mother, she releases us from our own judgment of what our deep truths, our deep desires, our deep longings are. So feel into that, feel into that. If something arises from your vulnerability, from your depths in this Cancerian time, something arises and you're like, oh my gosh, I think I value da da da. I think if I were to stand in my truth, I would quit my job. Shoot, that's too much. But here's the dark goddess going, oh no. Oh no, my child, that's not too much. No, my child, that's your truth. That's your soul talking. That's okay if it's gonna disrupt your world a little bit. And it's okay to be fearful. It's okay, it's, it's so okay, right? So let her be part of the nurturing and the acceptance of what's arising from our deep vulnerability, whatever it is. What, like just this morning, I'll share a tiny weird example. <laughs> it's funny to be sharing this example while I'm recording this because it's about this recording actually. Um, I was feeling into this moon and I'm feeling into this like deep vulnerability and these deep depths of cancer. And I'm feeling, and of course when I'm feeling into it, it starts to arise within me and I just kind of go into these deep depths in my own being. 
And I go in and I'm like, wow, I, I'm lacking confidence today. I'm, I'm, I'm lacking confidence to show up and to present this to you, to, to hold the space, to create this. I'm, I'm lacking confidence in myself. But here's, here's, here's the beautiful part of this, is instead of pushing it down or pretending it's not there and just getting on with things, right? Which I, I, we can all do that. Just, oh, stuff it away. No, 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 deny, 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 deny. Instead of that, it was, oh no, like let me bring this up and let me like embrace this part of me that isn't feeling confident, isn't feeling good enough, isn't feeling, um, is, I, I don't even know the words for it because it's such a deep feeling myself of um, uh, not good enough. It's not good enough. It's, it's not confident. It's, um, I, I, I don't even know. It, it has to do with change. It has to do with transformation. That's another big part of this moon is change and transformation. And in change and transformation, there's often an uncomfortableness that comes with it. And so we will push change and transformation away because we don't want to feel uncomfortable. We don't want to feel not confident in the new. And if it's the new that we're stepping into, new moon, new chapter, right? <laughs> From a deeper place of truth, a deeper vulnerability. But when we're stepping into new, it's, it's, it's beyond our current comfort zone. New just equals beyond our current comfort zone. And then when you start to move beyond your current comfort zone, there's like a growth that's involved. There's a learning curve that's involved. There's a you know, uh, up-leveling that's involved. There's all of those things and that's, that's the space. So it was so beautiful to reflect on that and to just like let all of that come up. And it was maybe an hour and I'm here and I, my belief and my feel for myself is that this conversation is better because I was able to sit with that, because I was able to love it right? And if I can't love it, right? You as an individual, like find it hard, like, oh my gosh, this like deep truth or this deep vulnerability that's arising in me. If I can't love it, let me ask, let me ask for the dark face of the mother to come in. Let me ask for an unseen, all loving, unconditional, loving, unconditional nurturing force. That is mother nature, right? That is the dark face of the mother. That is black Madonna. She's just like, you're, you're, you're good. You're all good. You're, you are all good. Don't even worry about <laughs> um, the interesting comments that you got on YouTube from yesterday's live stream. Don't even worry about those interesting comments that came through on Instagram talking about did it you, Sabrina, you did who are you to do this? It's like, it's here. It's here. And can you feel into this when I spoke about Eris, the strengthening of our capacity to stand in what is true for us, no matter what's happening outside of us, right? To stand in, this is what's true. This is just what's true. Like I know for me, from a deep soul place, from a deep place of, this is just what I'm here for. This is just who I am. And if you gain something from it, that's beautiful. And if I trigger you, that's beautiful. And if you don't gain something from it, that's beautiful too. All I have is my truth. That's it. All I have is what is what is the deepest, most vulnerable, truest truth that I can get to around what it is that my purpose is, around what it is that I'm 
longing to experience in relationship around what it is that I'm longing to create in my life and experience in friendships and in home and in, you know, work relationships and in work and all of those things. And this moon is really saying that's, that's what you lean into. That's what you deepen into. That's what you, that's what you, that's where you go to, to source your strength. You go within. I do not rely. This is something powerful. Feel into this. I do not rely on the good opinions of others in order to honor my truth. I do not need you to say, yes, that's great. Yes, your truth is great. I do not need that. I do not, right? Do you feel that? I, I do not need that. That's part of what this, remember I talked about this uniqueness, this individualness, this real standing from our deep truth and having the strength to express our deepest truth, to create life from our deepest truth, no matter what's coming at us, no matter what's coming at us in the outside world, no matter what's coming at us in the outside world. So let me, I share that example, hopefully it's something tangible um, to explain it. So you know, take it for what it's worth and maybe it'll help you to see something deeper in yourself, right? Okay, um, this outside forces. So remember I said I wanted to share some of the tricky things to look out for, some of the things to look out for. Um, in times of the dark goddess, right? I'm talking about this beautiful aspect and how to work with this aspect of the dark goddess. The dark goddess also brings about pent up rage, pent up grief, um, pent up uh, um, shadows, uh, unhealed wounds, fear. And so it's a time where our Dark goddess is also very much associated with shadow work, right? Shadow, the shadow just arising, and that's part of what the dark goddess does. And when we work consciously with her, right? Again, check out how to work with the dark goddess. I did a whole hour and a half on this. So if you're like, I think great, Sabrina, how? Like we did it, we talked about it. Go check out the video. But when, um, when the dark goddess is this present, she's, she's so present in this astrology right now and has been and will continue to be. Like, unfortunately, she's not letting her foot off the gas pedal. We are not getting out of this anytime soon. Plus, we're in a Pluto return here in the US and at this day and age, we are such a global world that what's happening in any country is really rippling out and touching, touching everywhere else. So, just, so don't just think, oh great, there she goes, the American talking about America again. Um, really seeing the ripple effects of this. but. A Pluto return is also a time of shadow. It's also a time of, of purifying the shadow of that which was hidden and we were able to sweep under the carpet and ignore is now coming to the surface. It's coming to the surface right in our faces. So know that that's not just happening like in America, it's also happening in individuals. It's happening in us. So what does this mean? It's happening, hold on, let me finish that thought. It's happening in us and it's happening in those around us. So this can be a very triggery time, a very, especially with Eris and Mars over there. Mars is about to square Pluto. Like this is a very triggery time. But the fact that we're talking about it right now, we're conscious to it. We can hold a bird's eye view and we can be aware of it when it's happening. 
either within us or around us, right? And we can honor it. We can honor, oh, oh, I actually just, I, I see there's this, there's this old rubble coming up in me. Oh, I see there's this shadow piece coming up in me. Now, I know that that sounds a little bit um, not tangible, but let me see if I can kind of bring this home a little bit more. Um, it can be a time where we feel irritated or agitated. Think about, <laughs> um, I'll say this for myself. So in my own cycle, right? My own monthly cycle, my moon cycle, my blood rhythm, <laughs> PMS is a dark goddess time for me. It is a dark goddess time for me. It just is, right? I have a shorter fuse. So just think about this is this is kind of the time that we're in collectively, and this is what the energy we're all standing in and everyone around you is standing in. Our fuses are a little bit shorter, right? We get irritated by things that normally wouldn't irritate us. So those in our lives will get irritated by things that normally don't irritate them. Um, there's this, um, also this like fire behind it. So it's irritated, but there's a fire behind it. There's a, an extra added, uh, like bite to it or, uh, I must, I must make change now. <laughs> like I will not accept someone talking to me like this and I must change it now. And it's just, <laughs> right. Um, can be very unclean, but can also be very clean, very potent, very powerful, very truth filled when it comes from a place of love and not fear, when it comes from a place of consciousness, not unconsciousness. Okay, so um, let me feel something else that would be very powerful to do during this time is we've got a shadow work video. Um, so if you're like, okay, I'm hearing you, Sabrina, this is great. I don't, I don't, I'm not really necessarily called to work with a dark goddess. We have a shadow work video, so we'll put a link up here and also down below too, if that's maybe more your style. Um, so, okay, let me feel more around the, let me feel if there's more around the dark goddess to share. Yeah, there is. So dark goddess is like a, a broad archetypal energy. It's a, it's a broad energy. In this particular new moon, we can get a little bit more narrow into a specific archetype. That specific archetype is Lilith. So it's the black moon conjunct this new moon plus the Lilith asteroid. So black moon, for me in rewilding astrology, black moon is really, is really the fullness of, of the dark goddess. Some people call it black moon Lilith. I don't, but because the Lilith asteroid is right there conjunct the new moon and the black moon, it's going to highlight the Lilith aspect within the dark goddess. So within the dark goddess, there are multiple different shades or flavors or archetypes of the dark goddess, like Kali, Persephone, Lilith. You'll find out all about them in that how to work with the dark goddess video, by the way. Um, like I'm doing this because I'm like links, 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 links. I don't know where the links will be. You'll find them. Um, but <clears throat> the Lilith, if we go back to feeling into Eris, the freedom fighter, um, Lilith, there was a word I wrote down. What was the word that I loved? Um, I might not have written it down. Ah, I don't know that I did. I don't think I did. 
Um, we'll just see if it comes. So the Lilith asteroid, um, the Lilith archetypal energy, subservient. That's the word, subservient. I will not be subservient. I will not be less than. I will not be put beneath you. That's Lilith energy. That's Lilith energy. And you can feel into, it's almost this, um, it's when she starts to like rise and awaken in us, it's, it's a demand for equality. It's a demand for quality, like true authentic equality in all things, like very much so in the masculine feminine scales, balance scales, but across the board, across the board, um, she will come in and it will be like equal pay, equal rights for all, right? Equal opportunity for all. Like that's a Lilith, that's a Lilith energy. Um, she's also a beautiful energy for uh, her saying like, stop only being half of you. You are, you are only half the person you could be. You are hiding half of your power, hiding half of your gifts, hiding half of what you love, hiding half of what you're here to bring into the world. You're, you're hiding enough, enough hiding, enough being subservient, enough hiding, enough letting someone else stand on top of you, right? It's like, um, <laughs> you will no longer be, you know, the, the, the rug beneath someone's feet. Like you will no longer let people wipe their feet on you. Can you feel how this is also linked to boundaries? Boundaries. Boundaries can be coming up so strongly and it's an opportunity to feel into, I like using these words, what is next right relationship to whatever, to whoever, to whatever. If I was going to move into next right relationship, next highest expression of relationship, what's the boundary shift? What's the boundary shift? Or what's the shift that needs to take place? Do I need to speak my truth more? Do I need to, <laughs> um, do, do I need to open up to receive more? Uh, do I need to be more vulnerable? Do I need to go deeper? Do I need to really honor that I'm not happy in this relationship? Do I need to honor that I, I feel um, used? I feel taken advantage of. I feel manipulated. Um, I feel hurt a lot. I feel, I don't feel good, right? That's part of this deep vulnerability and that's part of the stuff that the dark goddess is gonna show us. And part of what a Cancerian moon can show us is some of these deeper things that are gonna make us squirmy. We're not going to want to see them necessarily, but in the seeing of them, we get to make choice, right? We get to make choice. That's where change comes from is it's, it's one just, honoring, honoring what is there, like honoring what is there, like first seeing that, that and owning and getting vulnerable enough to go like, wow, this job is soul sucking. This is soul crushing. Wow. Living in this home doesn't feel good to me. It hasn't felt good to me for a year, right? Wow. I, I'm really called to, can you feel that? Can you, I could keep going on and on and on because sometimes going on and on and on helps to give examples that might spark something in you that might be like, mm, I'm the career one. Mm. So here's a quick moment. 
if you feel to leave a comment about, um, this is vulnerable. This is vulnerable. I know we are on YouTube. I know. Um, so maybe you don't have to be, just, just do what feels right for you. But is there something that I just shared? Like, well, I'm not happy in my job. Ooh, there's a relationship in my life that the power dynamics don't feel that great. Or, ooh, I'm sensing a change needs to happen in my health, my daily health routine. Ooh, there's a habit that I really know needs to go. Um, if you feel to share something that's gotten stirred up in this moment, or even if you want to just hold on for a second and just let something arise, like let it stir up, let it arise, let it bubble up to the surface um, and let more continue to bubble up to the surface during the energetics, in the energetics of this new moon. Um, okay, I feel like that's good for this conversation. Um, let me just feel if there's something else to share with you. I'm just gonna look at my notes, Real Venus. Uh, I just wanna mention that Venus is also um, playing a part in this, <laughs> um, in this new moon. We just spoke about relationships, Lilith, um, in that. Lilith is, is also very much about equality in relationships. I mentioned that she's about equality overall, but, but there's definitely a very powerful thread around relationships. And so Venus playing a role just highlights relationships more, like brings relationships to the forefront even more. Something else I wanna share with you, I'm gonna just share like popcorn style, just a couple of other things that I wanna to touch on. Neptune is stationing retrograde. Neptune, um, the planet of uh, mysticism, also the planet of delusion, the planet of escapism, as well as the planet of spirituality. <laughs> and I'll just kind of leave it at that. So stationing retrograde is beginning to move backwards, coming more internal, and just kind of very powerful at this moment, very powerful at this moment. So just kind of something to, to be conscious of, what we just talked about. If we're conscious of it, we can make choice. We have much more freedom in it, right? We can go deeper with it. We can ask ourselves a reflective question, like something seemingly like, oh my gosh, this is like the greatest opportunity ever, Jupiter. Oh my God, this is the greatest opportunity ever. This is so great. And then we go really, really far with it. And we start like fantasizing about how great this is going to be in five years. Oh my gosh, this is totally the thing. I'm going to just run full speed. And then I end up hitting a wall, Neptune, <laughs> because my imagination while imagination is great and very powerful, but can also have that like trickster energy, this escapism to it. So we just want to be aware of it. We're just bringing it to consciousness. All right. The other aspect I want to talk about is Uranus is coming to the North Node. Um, Uranus will meet with the North Node, I believe it's August 1st, but is already starting to get closer. So I will talk much more about this in coming videos. That said, if you don't want to miss a video, you might want to hit the subscribe button. This way you'll get notified. Oh yeah, there's a notification button too. So hit the subscribe, hit the notification button. Then you won't miss any of these astrology videos or like the live streams that come or some of the other bonus content that we share on the rewilding channel. Um, 
So that's something that we'll talk more about, but know that that's very destined. It's very destined. That Pluto square, the second peak of the Pluto square for the US is, or Pluto return, sorry, not a square, it's a Pluto return, happens in July as well. So this is very interesting. Uranus is very disruptive energy. It's disruptive. It's lightning bolts of change. It's revolutionary. This makes me talk, think about money. So I know like if you've been watching the financial markets or if you've been watching cryptocurrency, holy buckets, what is going on? My sense, and just to share this with you, is that that's not necessarily going to stabilize anytime soon. So if I had to give you my feel around it, it's not going to stabilize anytime soon. Um, I keep feeling into what is this cancer new moon going to do for the real estate market? So cancer is also home. It's home, right? It's home. And so I know that at least here in the US, the real estate market has been slowing. It's not like houses are not flying off the market at exorbitant prices like they were. But I'm interested to see if there's any influence uh, that comes there. We'll just have to watch and see, but for whatever that's worth, um, I just feel that there's a continuation of this. <sighs> um, uh, just, yeah, it, unstable, unstable. Um, let me feel anything else. I think that's it. Let's do this practice together. Um, okay, so what I'm gonna invite you to do is to take a couple of deep breaths. <laughs> I'm, I'm smiling like this because I'm just feeling my whole essence drop into my womb space. So whether you have a womb or not, does not matter what gender or if you do not associate with the gender or what body you have or if you have a womb or not, imagine you have a womb space. We all can have an energetic womb, all of us, all of us, just like I can have an energetic penis. It's beautiful to work with these other, these other pieces. It's beautiful to work with them. So don't hesitate, be like, oh my God, oh my God, I'm gonna blah, 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 blah. No. <laughs> um, feel into an energetic womb in your body and just allow yourself to drop, right? If you were to drop into your energetic womb, it's like in here's your pelvis, right? It's kind of like right here on your pelvis, a couple, a little bit below your belly button. You don't have to be spot on, just get close. Put your hands there. Helps for me, it helps to stand. Helps for me to stand, it helps for me to have, and just try it. Like just try it, get up off your chair, just try it. Why not, why not? Just try it. So stand feet shoulder width apart, Put your hands in that space. I would love, here, I can kind of show you. <laughs> I can kind of show, hopefully you can see that. So just right here, you just put your hands on that space and you just breathe there. So my hands kind of make this little triangle piece. This is actually a very powerful womb practice. If you've never practiced with womb space, this is a very powerful practice and a very powerful symbol. So if you just hold your hands there and you just like breathe into both your hands and that triangle that you've made. And you just breathe there, big breaths. And then let yourself begin to slow down. Begin to slow down. I know I've been talking fast. It's been very intellectual, very heady, but you're allowing your mind to drop into your womb. You can use your breath, you can visualize that. You can just energetically intend, but it, your mind drops into your womb. And you just 
Let everything melt and sink down into your energetic womb. And then your heart drops into your womb. So you just feel your heart. I like to use my exhale, right? So on my exhale, it's oh, drops down, drops down, drops down. And then when I inhale, I stay there in my womb space. And then my next exhale, oh, I let more of my heart drop into my womb. And then my inhale, I stay in my womb. And then my next exhale, oh, I drop more of my heart into my womb. Then let's try the head again. I inhale, on my exhale, I drop my head into my womb. Inhale, stay in the womb. Exhale, drop the head, the mind right into the womb. Exhales help us to deepen, they help us to deepen. So now, staying deep, staying deep, staying deep. Few more exhales, few more focus on the exhale to allow all the aspects of us to drop into the womb. All the aspects of us to drop into the womb. <laughs> Something you could do during this moon is with the staying in your womb while I speak. Staying in your womb, don't get in your head. But something you could do as a practice during this moon is to now that your mind is dropped into your womb and your heart has dropped into your womb, ask what does your womb space want to say with your upper wisdom center mind, middle wisdom center heart dropped into your lower wisdom center. Can you feel how this aligns with this going deeper, going deeper, going deeper, getting into deeper truths, getting into deeper truths, getting into deeper truths. And then you just ask with your mind and your heart in your womb, like what is arising from here? You can do that right now if it feels right. Like, is there anything that arises from here of feel? Sometimes the womb does not speak in words. Sometimes it does not speak in symbols. This has a whole different language. Our lower wisdom center has a very different language than the language we're used to communicating with other humans in. <laughs> and so you just let it... Maybe it speaks in a symbol, maybe it speaks in a feel, maybe it speaks in some imagery of like water flowing, maybe it speaks in an emotion, maybe it does speak in a word or a sentence or a phrase, or maybe it speaks in a knowing. Maybe it speaks in a knowing like, oh, I just know, I just know. And then you can ask specific questions here, like, what do I know? about my home what do i know from my deep womb space what does my lower wisdom center know about the place i call home what do i know about what i call work or job or career what do i know what do i know i know i'm going fast what do I know about relationship? What's here? What wisdom resides here around relationship? And then while we're here, pausing, breathing deeply, 
really allowing yourself to sink in, sink in, sink into this energetic womb space, sink in, sink in, sink in. The mind is in the womb, the heart is in the womb, and you're just sinking in, sinking in, sinking in, sinking in. And then asking, what is my new chapter? In this new moon, what is my new chapter? What is my new beginning? What am I called to bring a fresh start to? What am I called to plant seeds for? What am I called to bring my focus to? To bring my energy to? This deep values deep longings, deep desires, deep truths. Can I be vulnerable enough to allow myself to see them, to hear them, to feel them? Then, Can I allow myself to accept them? Can I allow myself to accept them? Can I invite this unconditional love of the dark mother to accept whatever my deep vulnerabilities are, my deep truths are, my deep longings, my deep desires are? Can I allow her to support, to nourish in a way, to nourish in a way, to help me move through any fears, any worries, any judgments, any shame, anything that arises when I allow these deep vulnerabilities to arise. Can I let her infuse her unconditional love, her unconditional acceptance of, I accept your unique nature. I love your unique nature. The world needs your unique nature. The world needs your unique desires. The world needs you standing in your fullness, in your uniqueness. For more, I invite you to go right now and start listening to How to Work with the Dark Goddess. How to Work with the Dark Goddess. You'll deepen in in ways that I can't even possibly begin to explain. All right, so much love to you on this new moon. Thank you for being here.